Hello and welcome to this third season of the Right Questions podcast. This series is a short set of recordings about leadership, looking at skills, models and tools that can help leaders no matter where they are on their development journey. Each podcast is designed to be a short introduction to a topic so you can get an overview of a subject. If you are intrigued and want to find out more, you can follow the links in the show notes or head over to www.therightquestions.co. But now, on with today's show. Which leadership skills do you need to develop the most? Being a leader means being a learner, no matter where we are on our leadership journey. Whether we are a CEO leading a multinational business, an entrepreneur managing a startup, or a freelancer just leading ourselves, we all have areas for development. That is why leaders need a growth mindset. But we cannot improve everything at once. So how do we identify where we need the most development as a leader? One of the easiest ways to identify areas for growth is by looking at leadership competencies, the essential skills we need as leaders and managers. Over the years, researchers have come up with extensive lists of leadership skills. We can use these as a guide to thinking about our strengths and weaknesses. Then we can think about whether these areas need personal development, where we might need to improve, people to support us, or a process to ensure that the work gets done effectively. So what are the essential types of leadership skills? One of the best known frameworks for looking at skill development comes from the research of Robert Katz. He divided leadership skills into three primary domains. These were technical, human and conceptual. Let's look at technical skills first. Technical skills relate to the competency and specialist knowledge of a worker or manager. These are primarily the trade skills that you need to operate in your profession or industry. This framework recognises that the professional knowledge and experience are the primary platforms for leading people at lower levels of management. For example, you might be a computer programmer. Over time, as you work and build competence, it is likely you'll be given responsibility for newer programmers. Even if you do not have an official management position, other less experienced programmers will seek you out for knowledge. In both cases, you now have the leadership influence based on those technical skills. These technical skills are often considered alongside basic business and work skills. Putting these together, you get the following list of foundational skills. These include the trade and industry knowledge and experience, professional qualifications, reading and writing skills, basic verbal communication skills, basic administration, uh, budgeting, computer electronic communication and internet skills. Next, let's look at human skills. So technical skills are the foundational stuff, but if we want to work in a team, then we're going to overlay these with human skills. Human skills are the interpersonal skills needed to work effectively with others. These are often referred to as people skills or soft skills. So going back to the computer programmer example, having programming skills is not enough to make you an effective manager. You need to be able to get along with others. You need to learn to understand, to communicate with and to motivate them. Therefore, alongside technical skills, we add these human or interpersonal skills. These include active listening skills, 
speaking and presentation skills, negotiation, influence, and the ability to handle conflict, empathy and emotional intelligence, coaching and mentoring, networking and rapport building, team and relationship building, identifying talent and people development. Next, we can look at conceptual skills. This is the third layer of the leadership skills. Conceptual skills are the cognitive competencies that give us the ability to develop ideas, solve problems and initiate strategies. These conceptual skills get more important as you gain responsibility and work with ever larger teams. As per the former example, if you were a programmer who worked up to become the CEO of a large tech firm, your conceptual skills now become of primary importance. You'd be unlikely to spend so much time writing code, so your technical skills would now be of secondary or tertiary importance. This is why very senior leaders can often move between key positions, even in different industries, where they've got little or no technical expertise. In that case, they are primarily being employed for their conceptual skills. A leader's conceptual skills include things such as setting priorities, decision-making, vision-setting, problem identification and problem-solving, critical thinking, creative thinking, organisational change, strategic planning, and strategic financial planning and resource management. So, if you want to work out which skills you need to develop the most, start by using this framework. Think about whether it is the technical, human or conceptual skills that you most need to work on, depending upon your experience and level of responsibility. For each skill in that category, identify where you most need to improve. If you want further help and an explanation about how to go about identifying your strengths and weaknesses, as well as strategies for addressing them, then just follow the links in the show notes. That's it for today, so thanks for listening. And remember, if you'd like to find out more, then just follow the links and go over to the website at www.therightquestions.co. Bye for now.